You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Endless Party. Today, we are filming, and it's kind of a rainy, gloomy day, but that's okay. Kind of cozy. Perfect for our topic, I it's guess. Perfect for our topic. <laughs> no, it's not. It doesn't it, make any sense with our fine. topic, but I don't know. I just thought I'd talk about that for a second because I don't know. It's kind of nice. Okay. Just a nice cozy day. Sure. <laughs> Meg's and enjoying hope, her tea. I'm enjoying my tea, and I hope that you all are enjoying your day, no matter the weather. And also, if you aren't you should get into chamomile tea it's very good okay so now we'll actually <laughs> jump into what? What are you <laughs> i don't know okay today though in all seriousness we are talking about integrity yep and so integrity is a value that i have been striving to center my life upon and my hope is that I live each day making decisions that reflect upon this value. And what's been interesting is when Elijah and I first met, he was always talking about integrity and I was super impressed by it, but I like never took it to, I never like incorporated it into my own living until just recently. I always was like, yeah, I'm honest, like sure, integrity, integrity. But um, I never just, I guess jumped on the bandwagon, you know, like as hardcore as he did until mm-hmm. a little while ago. But anyways, that was pretty cool because Elijah was 24, you know, when we first met and he had already, you know, just like centered his life on this principle. And it's just so apparent in, you know, all that he does and how that he is striving to become, um, it is centered on this value anyway so i was gonna ask elijah when he first discovered the importance of integrity in his own life um (laughs) when did you first discover the importance of integrity in your own life i think i think it's been a value that i've always appreciated and it was something that i was taught throughout my my life right so especially when I hit more of an age of understanding kind of in middle school and uh or junior high or whatever you call it um my dad was my both my coach and he was one of my teachers at the school and he was very big on this understanding and it was mainly taught in his coaching and in his wrestling programs that it was like you know you need to be a person of your word you know, you need to stand by what you have said and agreed to. So it came down to it with a lot of his wrestlers. Like, he made him commit to Irving Wrestling Program. And, like, what that entailed is, like, you know, you were an upsetting student. You were an upsetting person. You were honest. You were a person of integrity. And so it was It was actually very, like, it was ingrained upon me during that time of my life. And then it just was strengthened as I went through high school and I went through college because it was just this understanding of like being true to your word. Because if your word's no good, like soon enough you're no good. You know, so it's like 
you needed to be a person of integrity simply for the fact of you being all that you can be. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that's beautiful. So my next follow-up question, which you kind of answered, but what does integrity mean to you and what does it look like right now? I think it's actually, um, I think it's keeping all your promises, right? It's keeping your promises to everybody that you have committed to, but also to yourself, right? So if you promised yourself, like one of the things that's huge around the world, especially around New Year's, is New Year's resolutions, right? And people make these promises to get fit or learn an instrument or take up a a hobby or whatever it is, right? And it usually lasts for about two weeks. And this sounds horrible and it doesn't sound horrible, but it's just the cold hard truth. You're not living up to integrity then. You've made that commitment. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like you spoke it into existence, you committed like you said, I'm going to do this, and then you didn't. Right. You know, and so that actually is breaking your integrity. You're breaking a promise to yourself, and I think those are the most important, next to your promises to God, but I think that's really what it entails in a simple terms. Yeah, I totally agree with you that I think integrity is the quality. So integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. I just like looked it up online. And yeah, that's it's what just it said. the definition, the Oxford website yeah, or whatever. But I just think in a deeper sense, integrity, I think when people generally think of integrity, they're thinking of how they're treating other people. But for me, I think of it more as an as my inner commitments to myself. Yeah. And what's so fascinating is the truer you are to your inner commitments, like the truer you're going to be to other people. 100%. The more honest you are with yourself, the more committed you are to yourself and your values and beliefs, the better committed you will be to other people and able to hold up to your own commitments there. Oh, I would agree with that. And in addition, integrity is kind of the foundation for all other Christ-like values. Yes. Right? Because yes. it encompasses this understanding that it's like, why Why am I going to be chaste? Why am I going to be hopeful? Why am I going to be faithful? Why am I going to... Because I'm a person of integrity. Right? Absolutely. Like, it, it all stems back to this understanding that I am a person of integrity and the reason that I'm going to uh, fulfill these commitments that I made is because of that and that alone. That's so cool. Does that make, yeah, no, I think that I've makes sense. I've never thought of it like that. It's kind of like if you choose to center your life on integrity, then all the other values are going to start to, de- you're going to start to develop a lot of other values and principles because, because you're committed to yourself and your like growth. Well, yeah. Right? At the, yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, why why did you choose to be faithful or why did you choose to believe it's like because i said i would and that's all you don't need an explanation (laughs) like you don't need this big thing it's just i said i would so i'm that's what i'm going to do and i think we all can think of examples in our life of people who hold to their commitments like you know if you give this person a call and ask them for something that they will be there to give you an honest answer and like give you an honest answer and be there to show up to help you and then on the flip side we all know the people that we definitely would not call that they aren't true to their word they aren't true to their word and it's like i can't trust you in this situation and 
you know, what that comes back to is that sense of integrity. Mm -hmm. And of course, we're all not perfect. No, absolutely not. And we all like vary sometimes, but I think that's the virtue that if you're going to strive for one, strive for that first. I agree. I totally agree. I think that, you know, this kind of comes into another concept of, you know, just the idea of self-betrayal. And self-betrayal is actually kind of the root of a lot of issues. Mm -hmm. When you're betraying the person that you believe you really are and you're not living up to your full potential normally that's when you start to betray others and the fact that you're not as pleasant to be around and you know like and you're just not i don't know you're just not as helpful well yeah yeah so like so for example like self-betrayal um there's a book called leadership and leadership and self-deception and it talks about this and like it's, it's there's this whole box principle. But one of the things that it talks about is when you um, betray yourself, you actually automatically become more negative towards the other person. So to give you an example, if when our twins are born, hypothetically, let's say they start crying. And I immediately have the instinct like, oh, I should get up and I should, you know, go get some of the breast milk that makes pumped and I should feed them or whatever it is. Sure. But then I sit there and I betray that good thought that I had. And then I'm then what happens is you start to criticize the other person. So then you are the, automatically think, well, like, Meg's a bad mom. Why isn't like, she why up? isn't she getting up? <laughs> why isn't she doing that? But in essence, like, what it stemmed from is you betraying your inner instinct to do something good. Right? And so eventually when that happens, that self-betrayal, because we're so... I guess prone to be vain Mm -hmm. so to speak like to save our own ego we automatically like the natural man in us thinks well I'm not the one to blame the other person is the one to blame right so then automatically one you've compromised your own integrity and by doing such you're now thinking less of others which is never helpful and no, is not going to help any of your relationships. Well, yeah, and what's cool too is like we've always talked about this and we've talked about this in our previous podcasts. It's like if you want the best in life, you have to make the difference. You have to be the one to change. You have to take responsibility. You have to be the best. You have to be the best. To get the best, right? you have to be yeah, the best. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's like you can't criticize other people from not living up to your expectations when you yourself aren't living up to your own expectations. Yes. And it's so fascinating to me, too, that normally I've noticed the people who are quicker to criticize on everybody else is problems and issues and little things are the people that are not holding up. They are the, they are the, the ones who are the issues that they're fault. talking about. Yeah, yeah, they are criticizing others for the faults within themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm such a we victim all, of we, this. We all yeah, fall victim. We all but do. But it's so interesting to like reflect and think about because like think about the things because I've done this. I started to think about the things that I really criticize other people for or have a hard time with. And then I try to go back and self-reflect and see if this is a self-betrayal on my part. And if this is really my issue that I'm now putting on other people and can see so quick in them, but I can't, like, fix within my own heart. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, too, if people are also, and this is also such a great tactic, too, like, when criticism comes, when people criticize you, you know, you can also think, well, I actually think that you're, you know, it's, it's just nice to, like, think, I'm pretty sure they're blaming me for their problem. And, yes. that, and that's really helpful to just help you, like, just bounce it off, like, move on, yeah. you know? The faults you find in others are usually the faults well, yeah, that you have in yourself. Which is scary. Yeah. So if you're like a huge fault finder, it's like, oh, you yeah. gotta you gotta take a look at Well, and here. I think that's why like even the scriptures talk about it, right? Like cast the beam out of thine own eye before they cast Absolutely. the mo out of thy brethren. It's like, Holy dude, cow. you should, you got a lot of issues in and of yourself. But like that just like brings it back to this understanding of why you should strive to be a person of integrity, right? Right. Because it's like you don't want to have that self-betrayal. You don't want to like think less of other people because you yourself aren't living up to your ideals. You know, and so that's why I think um, I'm grateful that my, my dad ingrained it into me. But then I was able to learn it even more in depth just going through my own life and experience. Right. And so it's just such a vital virtue to strive to possess. Yeah, Absolutely. And again, I just want to emphasize that I think integrity is developed across a lifetime. And oh, yeah. it requires... All of these principles All of are. these things are. And again, of course, it requires constant refinement and self-inventory. And, you know, and, and, and something that I've been trying to do, too, is, I mean, it's even just the little things. For example, if it's holding to my commitment. So if I, if I tell myself I'm going to exercise today then I try, then I exercise, even mm -hmm. if I really don't want to, because I'm like, I just committed to myself I that I was going to do yeah, this. I, told myself I have to hold up to my own personal integrity yep. and get this done. Or even like, I'm going to take that time to study and write in my journal, then I do it because like, I have to. And it's so interesting that I think normally we feel guilt from, not guilt, but just like, Usually we're more aware of the commitments we have with other people, mm -hmm. but that's kind of transferred now onto myself where I have that same accountability to myself, you know, where I'm like, oh, I, I actually really have to get this done because I'm accountable because I have integrity and I want to like strive to continue mm -hmm. to like hold up to it. No, I agree. Like it's actually very interesting. And I, and that's really the takeaway from this, you know, it's it can seem fairly daunting and this goes back to a few other podcasts that we've made but it's it can seem daunting that you all of a sudden it's like i have to be honest in all things i have to like be true to my word i have to promise like keep my promises and remain committed and whatever right and so like what i would encourage is just strive to uphold the commitments to yourself first yes right and that's what meg just said it's like if she, if you made a commitment to yourself to exercise today or journal, or read that book, or whatever it is, or put your phone down at 8 p.m. Like, maintain that commitment, and if you by doing so, you will strengthen that integrity. You will strengthen that virtue. On the flip side, if you don't, you actually lessen it <laughs> yeah, because we we've talked about this, right? It's this understanding that either you're improving, or you're, or you're digressing, right? <laughs> and so, like, we just encourage you to just. Even if it's just one commitment that you've made, just one, like, be honest in that and maintain it and make sure you follow through. Yeah, well, I totally understand that this is a daunting task and it takes a lot of 
accountability and responsibility. I think just like everything else and something that we emphasize all the time, this can be a small, this is a small and simple process. Just start day by day doing the small, you know, little things and you will, you will be amazed at like how it, how you can foster it relatively quick with Mm -hmm. those small and simple efforts. So it doesn't have to be daunting and I don't know, you just owe it to yourself because you are a person of value to to develop this quality. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like that's, that's what it kind of stems back to is the fact that you owe it to yourself, right? Like you are, (laughs) you are a person that's of value and that is priceless. And so with that understanding and with the understanding that you're a child of God, like hold true to your commitments. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I think that was all we wanted to cover today. Thank yeah, you no, so absolutely. much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Share it with others, you know, all the good things. And until next time. All right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Endless Party. Please feel free to join us over at our website, theendlessparty.com, for more of our content. Also, we would love to hear from you. Leave some comments and let us know what you're interested in us talking about. Seriously, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, whatever it is the platform says to do, so that we can keep partying together.